Welcome to CEF Insights, your source for closed-end fund information and education brought to you by the Closed-End Fund Association. My name is Diane Merritt. Today we are joined by Dennis Emanuel, closed-end fund expert and formerly head of closed-end fund and ETF research with Citigroup. Our discussion will focus on review of activity in the closed-end fund market last week and where investors may look for opportunities. We are happy to have you with us today, Dennis. Thank you, Diane. Dennis, it was a rough week for the markets. How did the performance of the broad markets impact closed-end funds? Well, uh, after two weeks of positive returns, the S&P gave up some ground last week. Though it did rally on Friday, ended up the week on a positive note. Week over week, the index was down 1.3%, with every sector except for energy down for the week. Fixed income-wise, investment grade, as measured by the Bloomberg Ag, was up slightly. But lower-grade credit, emerging market debt, and munis were all down, especially high-yield corporates. Now, how did this impact closed-end funds? Overall, typical fund was down 1.5% on market price, while NAVs were a little less impacted. They fell only 0.84%. U.S. equities actually posted positive returns, you know, both on price and NAV, though that was primarily due to continued strong performance in the MLP space. That category, which is the largest in the U.S. equity space, returned just over 7% on market price, and then another 8% on NAV. The other board categories were all down. Global equities fell 1.8% on price, 0.9% 0.9% on NAV. Taxable income was down 1.5%, while NAVs fell 1.2%. And munis were hit hard, down overall by 3.8% on market price, uh, while on net assets fell on average by 1.9%. You mentioned MLP funds did extremely well. How about some other categories that stood out? And also, can you expand a bit more on your comments on muni funds? Uh, sure, yeah. When we take a look at the muni bond funds last week, there wasn't a single muni bond fund that was up on price. Now, generally, when I speak about closed-end muni funds, I'm primarily going to be speaking about the performance of the national funds. But even if I take a look at all of those single-state muni bond funds, every one of them was down. So if we're looking at the NAVs, every fund declined except for one. And that one fund that had a positive NAV performance, it's a term trust that's going to mature in less than a year or so has a very low duration and probably holds a lot more cash than its peers. Now, there is a concern. I'm talking about the market, the muni market in general. You know, there is a concern that with the shutdown of the economy, municipalities will have a difficult time meeting their obligations. And it gets a little complicated because generally states really aren't permitted to default on their debt. That's not to say it hasn't happened, but, you know, defaults are historically rare. States are supposed to do everything possible, especially in the case of a general obligation bond, to include, you know, to services debt, and that would include raising taxes. But in this current environment, it's really not an option. So, you know, there's also uncertainty about how the government can assist the muni market. And actually, Barron's, I think, has a very good article, a nice rundown of how this current crisis impacted the muni market. So now, how does this impact closed-end funds? Well, the concerns from a closed-end fund standpoint would be to focus on what's the impact of the NAV and how that's going to ultimately impact the dividend. Do NAVs fall to the point that a fund may need to reduce leverage? 
which would, in fact, impact the income to the portfolio. And if defaults occur, how's that going to impact dividends? But there is a concern, and you can see it in the performance of the market prices of these closed immunities, but I think it's all very, very premature at this point. Now, switching over to the taxable bonds, high yield and floating rate funds, and again, if you remember last week I mentioned particularly the funds that have meaningful exposure to CLOs did poorly. Emerging market debt funds also did poorly. It's a small category. There's only seven funds there, but the average funds market price fell 8.3%, while NAVs were down on average by 2.8%. Now, I want to put that into perspective a little bit. The market price performance, it's a bit distorted. Two funds announced significant distribution cuts, and they fell hard. But then again, all the other funds in the category declined as well. Real estate funds, they continue to slide very meaningfully, both on price and NAV. But on the positive side, in addition to the NLPs I mentioned before, commodity and energy-focused funds experience positive returns on market price and NAV. From a valuation standpoint, how do things look? What happened to discount levels over the past five days? Well, with prices declining on average more than net assets, you'd expect the average discount to widen. That's exactly what it did. It went from 7.96% the prior week to closing out last week and an 8.21% discount. You know, that's a 25 basis point widening, and it is longer, uh, I should say, wider than the long-term average. So wider than the long-term average, but I'd still be a little cautious. I'm not thinking it's particularly, you know, very attractive at this point. So discounts are historically wide, but you don't feel they are particularly attractive. Why is that? Okay, well, yes, they are historically wide, as I said. They are wider um, than they've been on average for the past, you know, roughly 20 years. Statistically, that's a little, you know, they're a little more than a standard deviation away from the average. And historically, that's been a good time to buy. But as I said last week, unless you're going to be a very active trader, there is much more to it than the level of a fund's discount. Most of these funds are not very liquid. Many, particularly the equity funds, have managed distributions. Now, when you consider the average closing fund is down over 16% year-to-date through last week, and that's on NAV, and even more so when you talk about the equity funds, and that includes a big rally over the past month. You have to start to consider how sustainable are some of these distributions. Typical closed-in fund investor, they buy these funds for income. So unless the markets continue to be favorable, and when I say favorable, meaning we see a steady growth in NAVs, distribution cuts will be coming. We've seen some already, and some funds have reduced leverage exposure, which will ultimately lead to distribution reductions. Now, There may be some categories that start to look good. We can address that in the coming weeks. But overall, I still am a bit cautious. What should investors be careful of? Well, I think, and especially if you own a fund right now, you know, distribution cuts are the primary thing. If you own a fund that has a managed distribution that's based on NAV, uh, that would be a concern right now. NAVs are down. The NAVs are down, and your distribution is based on, say, a percentage of net asset value, your distribution will be coming down. So that's a concern. 
Another concern would be funds returning a higher percentage of capital, all right? A return of capital is always a, a tricky thing in the industry, but, you know, a, a high percentage of return of capital, you know, is that a good thing? Well, you might think that, all right, I bought a fund at a discount, and it's going to return principal to me. You know, basically paying me part of the assets, I bought at a discount rate. Now, how is that such a bad thing? Well, it's really not if you're the investor, uh, especially if you're not in it for the long term, looking for income. But think about it. It's not a good strategy for the fund. Because, you know, paying out principal makes it more difficult to grow net assets. A small amount might be manageable, but, you know, if fund starts to rely too much on this strategy, it could be detrimental to performance. So changes to the distribution will be made. Dennis, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. My pleasure. And we want to thank you for tuning in to another CEF Insights podcast. For more educational content, please visit our website at www.cefa.com.